I want to see what that dad bot can do out there. Not buying your banjos around the campfire. Shove them up your ass. It's football and other F words. And it is Zach and I. And now that I say that, I, uh, it's kind of a kind of a fucking bummer. I'm not going to say that anymore, Zach. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is a bummer. It it is a bummer. Um, I'm I'm going to get into that piece in in just a moment. But uh, how are you doing, buddy? Doing good, doing good. Uh, you know, I, I've titled this podcast "Mr. Goodbyeski." <laughs> I thought that was a the good way to uh, to do it. And I'm 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 technically while the title says "Goodbyeski," we say really talk to you later. Because yeah. eventually you'll be back on at some point like there's, Mike is. There's no way that I'm going to just like, like literally I've got a damn. What the fuck is this Mike hanging in front of me? Uh, Roadcaster. And uh, I, I'm not, I don't have this equipment here to just do nothing with it. I, 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 I will be back on at some point as a guest and, and what have you. But, um, but for now, yeah, for now I'm, um, I'm going to step away. It's um, not a decision I, I came to lightly. I We've been doing this for what, almost six years? Yeah. Um, the first podcast we recorded was in Double Dogs on Charlotte Pike <laughs> yeah. with a single, um, what the hell are those blue mics? Those uh, blue yeah, we had snowball those, uh, mics. Yeah, we had the shitty snowball mics that are like, that's what I think that most people are using when they call into these shows or they, <laughs> they video in because they it was the worst. It picks up everything and it sounds like you're in an auditorium. USB A to B mic, which by the way, podcast USB podcast mics are usually pretty terrible, but yes, but it picked up every bit of background noise. It was not very listenable, and we originally started it to talk about fantasy football, just our internal fantasy football group. And and, uh, and those things would go just as long, if not longer, than our yeah. actual podcast. They were they were rough. I, I'm not gonna lie. Our first three months of podcasting, I don't even know that those files still exist, and they and I hope that I did try to look for them on SoundCloud because that's where they only used to be at was on SoundCloud, and I cannot find them anywhere. So I'll, I'll get to, I'll get to me leaving in a minute. I, I kind of, while we're here and talking about it, I want to reminisce a little bit about the podcast because I kind of want to give a little background for those. Maybe you just started listening in the couple last couple of years or whatever it is, you're brand new, or you've been with us since the beginning, which obviously we appreciate that as well. But um, over the years, we made changes as we went along. One of them was that we used to audibly drink on the podcast and there were multiple reasons why we stopped doing that. One of which you probably could guess because Huxley self. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a podcast starts funny and then it can get a little morose, um, which leads to complete loss of audio. If uh, it gets out of control. Um, and then, you know, it just, I, I just didn't know, from a standpoint of like having guests on if it was appropriate for us to just sit there and rip open a beer and we've got Paul Karski or whoever on just looking at us like, nah, fellas, I don't think I'm good. <laughs> well, to be fair, he did drink on his podcast. He did. He did. And actually he brought he us brought, a bottle yeah. of vodka. Yeah. He brought he, us uh, alcohol. 
he brought us vodka, but, um, I, I couldn't have done this without you. Um, I couldn't have done this without Mike. We couldn't have done this at the beginning without, uh, Eric and an internet Keith, both of which we lost early in the podcast, uh, just to life. Not, I want you to think they're just gone. <laughs> just <laughs> schedules just didn't work out. But, um, from my standpoint, I, uh, started a new job earlier this year. I knew at some point with starting this new job, I would possibly have to make a decision about whether or not I could record this. And, and that's coming a little bit sooner than, than I probably anticipated, but, um, it, it just felt like the right time to go. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get halfway through a football season and realize I just couldn't do it. I didn't want to get it even into preseason or into camp and realize I couldn't do it. And I didn't, I didn't know that to you. I didn't know that to our listeners. Um, and I, and I certainly didn't know it to myself. Cause I mean, that's kind of the, the point of this as well. So, um, it's not like I won't be back on as a guest at some point. I, I hope I'm asked back on obviously, but I, um, invitation. This is just like with Mike. He said that, oh, I've never invited, even though he got the link in the Slack <laughs> chat for the longest time to come up and record. Literally just ask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he could have popped in at any point, but standing invitation. So if there's ever anything like a primary complaint-esque situation going on in the sports world, F1 world, or just in general, and you got to vent, you guys be like, Zach, I need to jump on for like five or 10 minutes. And, and I don't expect you to answer this right here, but the point I want to drive before I go any further is this podcast is not going anywhere. Uh, yeah, we don't, I don't know what form the podcast is going to take. Right. Uh, I don't know. Obviously the spirit of the podcast is going to continue in some form of fashion. And that requires a special kind of co-host that I'm going to have to find because it's, you know, I got to find someone that, does what you do but can't really duplicate what you kind of what you do so it's going to be really difficult to find a replacement and stuff so i'm going to actually take my time for the first time in my life i'm not going to rush anything <laughs> and just <laughs> ju and just jump into something uh we were going to go on a hiatus anyway cuz you were going on vacation so this kind of lines up where i'm just like okay well i'll just take an extra week of time you know, this could turn into where I do maybe three episodes daily in the mornings and they're just like quick hits and stuff. It could turn into where it's an interview series where I have a rotating guest of maybe I just have a new co-host every week. My my problem is, is that it's like replacing Steve Carell in the office. Unless I find Robert California, who is still highly underrated as a uh, manager. I totally agree. It was totally highly underrated. Unless I find Robert California, I'm I'm afraid that I'm going to get like Kathy Bates or um, Idris Elba or, you know, I don't want to veer into a storyline where Pam is somehow fucking the, the, <laughs> the boom mic operator, whatever that was for a short period of time. Like I got to keep it going. I got to keep it like Steve Carell into Robert California and then let's just keep Robert California and they veer off to Parks and Rec or something. Let's just like skip all this other shit and go into the good seasons of Park and Recs. No Brandanowitz on this podcast. So you didn't like Kathy Bates when she came on to the office? It was all right. She was phenomenal. <laughs> I, I liked her. I just didn't like the rest of the show. Sure. Like I thought she was good, but the rest of the show suffered a little bit. 
Of course, Steve Carell was still on. So maybe I, I think I've now got everything a little backdrop. But he, Robert California is what I need to find. I, I got a little lost in the weeds. I, I don't I, look that this we have a zero plan for this podcast. <laughs> I mean, me telling you I was leaving, I think throughout any it just basically took Titans news and was like, we're just not going to give you anything anyway, guys. But, so, but how ironic is it that every week? We have talked about we we never really have a Titans thing lined up, and then suddenly about ten things fall in yeah. our lap. We don't ever. And the one time your last episode, we literally do not have a Titans topic to talk about because there's was, nothing pertinent. I was um, I, my drive home from work should be less than ten minutes, but because this city is just an immobile, car filled anger fest i sat on the exit ramp of the interstate for about 10 minutes just not moving so i was scrolling through twitter to see if i could see if there was any titans news about like like you just said i was sure there had to have been something that came out in the last half hour before i got home no there's nothing so you just you're gonna have to listen to me ramble for a minute um i owe a lot of thank yous we owe a lot of thank yous um i i tried to say some of these on twitter and i realized it was gonna be about 19 tweets and so i Kind of had to wrap it up a little bit. I want to start personally, first and foremost, with the former Midday 180 Outkick 360 guys. Um, I started out testing my voice or, or humor chops, if you want to call it, by calling into their show primarily during their primary complaint segment, um, which kept me sane while I was traveling for a previous job. I would call from parking lots in Memphis and, and places like that. And um, one of the biggest shout outs for this piece goes to David Reed, because if you've ever called into a radio show or you're thinking about calling to one, let me give you a tip. Keep it less than 60 seconds, because by the time you get 61 seconds, they don't want to hear you anymore. We don't want to hear you anymore. And I say all that to say this, David was usually kind enough to allow me to go 90 seconds or longer if it was a good rant. So I tried not to abuse that uh, fantastic producer. He's with them at Outkick 360. Um, I have become friends with Chad, Jonathan, Paul, those three guys are, are, they're fantastic at what they do. They're back on the radio now, and I'm glad to hear it. Um, big, big thanks to those guys for sure. Um, we had on, I mentioned in a tweet, Emily came on and talked, (laughs) um, monkey rodeos with us and it is still is it still our highest rated podcast episode uh, i'm i'm assume it is we, we've kind of <laughs> switched uh servers here and there so i'm just gonna say yes it is uh even though buck will tell you that we had nothing to do with it we launched buck rising's career we did absolutely. <laughs> we so, absolutely so is that is that you saying that he should be thanking us i think so i mean okay. I, i'm just gonna say yes he should yeah. be um Although I will say where, where I do owe him a thank you is um, I believe that the first time we had him on the podcast, you were not in town. No, I was in Savannah. And you told us to go use your home to record in. And the look on his face, walking up to a house into a, a man cave, we were using your man cave at the time to record this thing was one of like, I've just let myself into a situation where I could be put in a cage. I mean, he, he, he looked semi horrified. So uh, the fact that he even like walked in the door and then thought, yeah, I'm going to stay and record this. He could have just said, fellas, I'm sorry, this is weird. I'm in someone's home. I don't know. Um, I, I, there, there are too many other guests that we've had on um, for, for me to, and if I've left you off, I, I'm terribly sorry. It's not, 
on purpose. I just, um, I'm, I'm <laughs> having trouble recalling everyone we've had on, but, um, you know, I will say one memorable thing and we owe a thank you to Will Compton. This is a true story. Will came on during our draft live stream slash podcast, took over, talked for an hour and a half about Game of Thrones and actually announced busing with the boys on our podcast. He was not supposed to, and he said it about two or three weeks too early, and he kind of stopped himself mid talking about it and realized, like, I don't know that I should be talking about this. So they again, it, another person that owes everything to us, owes everything to us. We are personally responsible for the success of Bustle with the Boys. Has nothing to do with their fantastic content or contract with Marshall at all. Um, I I do want to say um, especially thank you to Zach and Mike, um, but specifically Zach, because after. Well, I need to back up. We originally had a producer. Eric was helping us out and show some ropes, and we knew it wasn't going to be a long-term solution. But when Eric left, we didn't know how to run a soundboard. We barely knew how to set up microphones. And there were several episodes that it took us a while to, I say us, it took Zach a while to figure it out. And I, I don't mean that to sound like blame. I mean, the man could have easily just looked at us and said, fellas, I don't know how to do this. We're going to have to just go, we're going to have to go a different direction. We can't do this podcast, whatever it is. He found a way to run a soundboard and also run Adobe Premiere to produce our podcast. Um, and we pieced it together somehow and ended up with the sound we have today. And I couldn't. Which is still we would, the best would, sounding podcast out of any of the Tennessee Titans, Nashville related sound podcast in my opinion i mean you go to any of the other ones there's always someone that has a shitty mic or shitty sound we have the best sound yes and we've taken great pride in that as for now four or five years when all these other little podcasts pop up you know you know titans tuesday podcast or whatever they're all called now (laughs) you know they're all called something fucking stupid they have the worst audio so let me let me say something. If you can't afford the good equipment, just don't bother coming on because nobody can listen to your show with shitty audio. And it's it's not even necessarily about affording the best equipment. It's just take the time to go watch some YouTube videos on how to correctly set it up. If you need a you know a little bit of an amp in power to make a non-powered mic, uh, a passive powered mic sound better, look those things up before you start recording because it helped us immensely. Um, but that that's definitely one of the thank yous I owe to Zach, but generally just being a damn good co-host. I mean, it's the hardest part about recording with anyone is having rapport and having this natural rapport between the two of us, um, is you can't make it, you have to work at it. It's something that it's not, I think a lot of people assume, and, and we did this at the beginning too. We have a lot of fun talking in a group and we make each other laugh. Why don't we just get in front of a mic and do this? And based on how the first 10 or 15 episodes went at any time, any one of us could have looked at each other and said, this is crap. I don't want to keep doing this. And I think we all would have been like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's crap. We got to stop because you're your own worst critic and you don't really have a rapport with each other. As soon as you light up a mic, it's not that easy. So um, thanks. I mean, seriously, I hate to put you on the spot, but that's really, that's where it is. Well, I mean, we, I couldn't have done this without you either. I mean, I, I think people are kind of half joking, but I think there's a little truth to it that you're the better half of the podcast. I mean, you're, <laughs> you are the the funny witty guy that keeps everything flowing and going. And I think that's a big 
a big thing to how we've been able to move on without having Mike here to kind of be a buffer or, you know, to without him, you know, cause it's been, it's, it was an adjustment. We were a little worried and then it just continued to grow. And I think that's a testament to us. Listen, we can talk about just putting in front of a mic in front of your group of friends because you're all funny. Uh, there was New Year's Eve a couple of years ago at my house. Remember, we were all crammed into the man cave. We're talking about like 10 of us. And those 10 guys were like, hey, let's record a podcast. We were fucking shit face. And we're just all screaming and yelling into the mics incoherently, talking over each other. People, Two people were having a conversation in front of a mic. And we were having – it was – it was inaudible. You could even use it. So it, it takes a lot. I think even going back to what we were doing with Keith and, and DJ EJ, you know, it took us a while to get there, but once we got there, it was smooth sledding. And I think a part of that is the chemistry that, you know, we have and that we can, you know, we just kind of flow. We kind of know where each other is going. So it's going to be tough to duplicate. It's irreplaceable. Like in my mind, it's, it's going to be, Oh, it's going to be difficult. That's why I kind of think I'm just going to have to do tryouts, but make them public tryouts as far as, you know, we record it, I release it and let people vote and just say if they hate the guy or not, whoever it is, whoever's across from me. Um, The crew at Broadway Sports, you know, we, we decided to launch a website, a company in March of 2020, which in retrospect, I mean, at that point, we knew we were, you know, we knew we were coming into a pandemic. We actually really originally started talking about it late December of 2019, January 2020. So we didn't quite understand how bad the pandemic was going to get. But by the time we decided this is our go live, we're going to push this, we're going to start doing it that summer, there was no turning around and the pandemic just kept getting worse and worse. And that that group has made a name for itself. Um and, you know, I think, look, it's, I'm not going to make any bones about it. It's not the largest media group in the city or the country, but consistent good articles that come out, well thought out pieces. The Speedway soccer guys are amazing. I, I mean, I, I would argue probably one of the strongest parts of the website on there for sure. Um, damn good group of guys. Um, but, uh, I mean, honestly, we couldn't have done this if you all didn't tune in. <laughs> I mean, that's where the thank you lies, is that for the first 20 or 30 that listened to some of our earliest, roughest stuff and decided to keep going and share it with people and, and <laughs> obeying us when we asked, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell people to listen to us because, you know, somehow you you all amassed it into you know, a few thousand people that would listen to us each week. And that's, um, it's humbling. I, it's every single bit more thousands than I ever thought would listen to us. I honestly thought that we were going to be the only ones downloading our own shows. Zach. Yeah. For the longest time, I really did too. Um, <coughs> you know, but I think that speaks to the way we've been able to just be who we were. We were, we always talk about how authentic we are and everything. And I think that is, that is the key to, I think it's authenticness, but it's relatable authenticity. Like I feel like we are easily relatable for most of the fan base that they can be like, okay, well, I feel the same way these guys do, or I see what they're talking about. 
And I think that makes it, you know, easy for, you know, people to enjoy our podcast. They know that they're going to get real honesty and wrapped up in humor. And, you know, you look at some of these other shows, some of these other articles, because you talk about broadwaysportsmedia.com, you know, you don't get that with probably 80% of what's out there for the Tennessee Titans and probably 90% for what's out there nationally available to you. So, you know, I think the two of us being able to stick to our guns, even when people gave us advice on what we should be doing. And, and to be honest, I think that I wouldn't have done our path to where we're at now any other way. Um, it's, it's going to be weird not talking about Titans football this fall, um, in front of a microphone every single week. And I've enjoyed doing that. Um, but I'm not going anywhere. I mean, I'm still going to be on the bird app acting like a fool. I mean, that that's for damn sure. And you can absolutely see me during games, either trying to live tweet and then stopping myself. when I realize I'm probably overreacting or not tweeting at all because I just can't deal with the game. So I'll still be there, still be doing that. But, um, this has been a fantastic audience. It's been a fantastic run. Um, someone asked me on Twitter today if I was leaving for health reasons. It has nothing to do with that, not at all. I just uh, just have a, a busy job, and I, and I, I suspect it's going to get busier. And I just uh, I just need to stop and and regroup and not talk about anything in front of a mic, and uh, and that'll help. So. <laughs> um, I, uh, I sincerely thank you all from the bottom of my heart. This has been an absolute blast and, um, I'll be back on at some point this season. I'm sure to talk about it again. Oh yeah. You better, you better be. Um, all right. Because I know he's probably listening and you all really seem to like our formula one and other F words. I'm going to give you one last segment of it. It's formula one and other F words. The problem is, is I don't really have a lot to talk about because I don't think the next race is until the weekend before the 4th of July um, at Silverstone. Um, what I really wanted to call out is that uh, V love um, probably a day one listener, or at least in the first few weeks was listening to our podcast um, really has been the birth movement of this, you know, uh, formula one fellowship, uh, that has now moved over to the Vic on, on Gallatin Pike, fantastic venue. Uh, V love has been kind of the one who spearheaded this. And I just wanted to personally say thank you to him for doing this. Um, I unfortunately will not be there the weekend before 4th of July, cause I am going on vacation, um, that week, but the very next race, I will certainly be back for that fellowship. Um, and we have another midnight race this, uh, this year. Um, they are racing in, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher the track Suzuka. I believe it's in Japan and it's midnight. So I really hope we have a fellowship for that one, but I will absolutely be there. So, um, vroom, vroom. The Vic. Is that where we're going at now? Called the Vic. I don't know what, um, I don't know what happened to, um, nobles. I don't think it was anything bad. I just think uh, it was a little bit better venue that they found. So interesting. Yeah. But, um, so that's it for Formula One. Formula One and other F words. Um, I'm bad at this, people. So if I did not thank you personally, I am terribly sorry about that. Um, if you felt that my goodbye episode was not very entertaining, I don't know what to tell you because I don't know what you've been I listening do. to for the last I know what to years. tell. Fuck you. <laughs>
Zach, That's what I would say to the listeners. If they don't don't appreciate this little this uh talk to you later episode, go fuck yourself. Well, it is my pleasure <laughs> for the final time to tell you all that you need to rate, review, and subscribe and share this with other people that you want to listen to. Zach will be back with a plan, and this podcast will continue forward in some form or manner. Um, but for the final time, and I do appreciate it. You've just been effed. A Broadway Sports Media Production.